provide opportunities for them to grow as scholars and leaders. So think of us as the honor society that does stuff. Because I look at that group on the stage and, and I'm seeing the future leaders of America. This is In the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. I'm Jacob Bray. This week's episode is a conversation with ACCT President and CEO Noah Brown and Lynn Tincher Ladner, the President and CEO of Phi Theta Kappa, the world's largest and most prestigious honor society for open access institutions. PTK does a lot to elevate community college students and recently celebrated their 100th anniversary. This episode was recorded on location at AACC's annual conference in Dallas. Hello, this is Noah Brown, President and CEO of the Association of Community College Trustees. Thank you for joining me for another one of our continuing podcasts. I'm pleased today to have uh, Lynn Titchener-Ladner, who is the President and CEO of Phi Theta Kappa, joining me today. Uh, Phi Theta Kappa is the two-year honor society uh, for community colleges. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. So. Um, I thought we'd talk a little bit, uh, maybe at the onset, uh, about Phi Theta Kappa, uh, just to make sure everybody's aware. I know that not every college has a chapter, and we'd like to see every college have a chapter. We like to emphasize scholarship and achievement. But tell us a little bit about Phi Theta Kappa and sort of what's going on with uh, your organization. And I know you have a strategic plan as well and have some goals. Well, thank you for having me here today. Um, yeah, Phi Theta Kappa is the official honor society of what we think of as two-year colleges, and even that's kind of on the table for discussion between the words community, technical, college. Uh, I call them open access institutions at this point. Um, we have really two parts to our mission. One part is to recognize academic achievement, and so it's essentially for students to make good grades and do well. Um, and the second part of our mission is to uh, provide opportunities for them to grow as scholars and leaders. So think of us as the honor society that does stuff. We uh, train leadership, public speaking, you name it, resume writing, the whole gamut. Um, but that's a little bit about the organization. We're 100 years old this year. Proud of that. Congratulations. Thank and you. I was privileged to celebrate that birthday with you uh, last week in Kansas City. Fun stuff, huh? Um, yeah. And we make learning kind of cool, I think. Um, yes, we, over the years, you know, we, we've really matured that particular celebration. I think it's one of the things that kind of keeps us going is to get together every year and have a, a huge celebration with our scholars and celebrate them and their chapter's activities. Um, but that's, we have about, um, at any given time, about 300,000 active members in the institutions that we serve. Um, and you're right, we're not in every college, and I guess we'll get around to talking about the ones that we're not in. Um, but we have uh, over 3.5 million members over the 100 years. You know, I, we're a nonprofit, and I was looking on the internet the other day what the average life of a nonprofit is, and of course I don't know if this is a reliable source, but it said something along the lines of 10 years. So to be 100 years old, I, I'm really extremely proud of that. Well, so. And you should be. Uh, I think and ACCT is certainly past the 10-year mark, so that's good to know. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll get to 100. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about uh, what you do and how you celebrate scholarship, um, one of the things that impresses me about the organization, and particularly your annual meeting and especially your centennial last year, or excuse me, last week, 
um, incredible energy. Um, and I would just say, if people in the audience have never been to a Phi Theta Kappa conference, you really ought to, you really ought to try to go. I think if you're in the business of community colleges, um, it's like going to a revival meeting. Your faith will be restored and you'll leave there energized as I did. Uh, I'm always impressed, Lynn, with the, uh, your uh, student leaders, mm -hmm. your international presidents and vice presidents, so poised, so articulate. Now, I know you work with them. Could you talk a little bit about how you groom these people? Because I look at that group on the stage and, and I'm seeing the future leaders of America. Yeah, not, and the future looks bright when you look at those uh, students. Um, we do have a pretty intensive professional development program. We have, it depends on like, it depends also on their needs. Um, as they come to us, that they, they may, may be great at public speaking. Uh, I think you would be surprised that sometimes the students need clothes. So one of the first things that I might do and I have done in the past several years is take them shopping. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And get them something very nice to wear so they look as good as they sound. So um, while the professional development program, um, I think in past years was pretty a standard set of things, what we do now is we take each scholar and we say, what do you need? What do you want? Of course, we do team building things and we spend some days doing things together as groups, but I find it incredibly uh, important to take each student where they are and do a gap analysis on what they need to be in their professional lives and also very interested in what do you want to do so what schools do you want to go so we can curate the scholarships where they want to go and, and what they want to do so it's a very highly specialized program I only wish that we could deliver to all 300,000 what we deliver to those five but I feel like if I can't get those five right then you know I really have no business talking about what we're going to do with the other 300,000 yeah, no, it's great. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's so so impressive um, how you help those students, and there's no doubt that they're incredible role models for everybody else uh, in this sector. So you guys have been doing this for a hundred years. Uh, you've been president CEO now a couple of years. Yes. I know you've been with Phi Theta Kappa prior to becoming president. I know you were involved in research and all of that. Are you seeing any differences uh, with today's group of scholars than perhaps maybe five years ago, ten years ago? I am in all sorts of ways. I mean, uh, one of the things um, I was recently at the California Regional Meeting just prior to we had a we had some um, advisors that were retiring there that had been there a very long time, so I went to the meeting and. Um, when the officer, the regional officer team was elected, I mean, it was the most diverse team, diverse looking, and that's just scratching the surface of it. Yeah. But I went back to the center and looked at the California regional officer pictures over the past 10 years, and they went from being no diversity whatsoever, completely all male, all white, <laughs> to being this, this beautiful, colorful gamut of humans. So. I mean, obviously we're seeing, and what you're seeing in California is just what you're going to see everywhere, you know. Right. Everywhere. Just give it some time. Yeah. And so, um, so that just scratches the surface of what I'm seeing. Um, but yes, um, I'm seeing changes in the way they think, 
and the, the kinds of things they want, obviously how they utilize technology and how they think. Um, there's a lot of, of difference, but they, they have some commonalities about the, the fact that they do want to get to that next step in life. So Yeah, do. no, I mean, one, <laughs> one of the things that I, I, makes me feel good is what you mentioned, is looking at the incredible diversity of the students. Yes. And the fact that these are the students who are high achieving within our sector, mm -hmm. and yet they are so incredibly diverse. Mm -hmm. um, I, it gives me great hope for the country in the future. How about uh, other things you may have noticed? I mean, it appeared to me uh, at this last conference, there is, well, obviously there's always energy without mm -hmm. question. It seemed to me there was a much a uh, higher level focus on activism, on what's going on in the political scene. Now obviously I know this is something that's uh, unfolding in our country right now. People are getting very polarized in terms of where they see themselves. But are you seeing this in the students as well? Actually, yes. I mean, not just in my personal interactions with them, which, you know, I don't I'll get a chance to interact with all the students, but all of the chapters do projects. And even just in the last two or three years, when they send their projects in to be judged, and what you were seeing is the winners of those types of, we call it honors in action. It's essentially a research project of a problem in your community, and then you develop a service activity to impact and make a difference. And it's just sort of a, a community college version of undergraduate research. And essentially, when you look at these projects, they have evolved to be highly politically polarized, politicized. I mean. It is so interesting the kinds of topics that they are tackling. And, um, you know, it's difficult for me, well, not super difficult, because I'm analyzing, a very analytical person, and I'm looking and I'm taking in all this information, and I'm obviously, you know, making decisions in my head. But I, w I was telling um, someone the other day, I'm from the do what you're told generation. And um, if there were like a, I guess, a piece of pie. I would see a sliver of activism in my generation, and I know exactly who those people were in school, you know? <laughs> but now, I mean, that pie in some states is completely the opposite. And um, A is for activism. For me, A was for Apple. <laughs> so right. um, I'm seeing these students um, highly motivated to make changes. And um, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, I think it's part of Phi Theta Kappa's duty, though, to make sure they do this in a very um, po uh, politically correct way and in a way that's not hurtful. Right. Um, so I think that's what we what we are we are a good platform for them to be an activist in the correct way. Mm -hmm. In fact, we teach them to listen to each other's opinions and comments, and they can't actually win one of the awards you see on the stage without actually demonstrating that they examine a problem from multiple angles. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And of course, sometimes the listening component, certainly in today's politics, is uh, not always there. And uh, so it's very encouraging to see these young people coming up and to be so engaged in service projects and to take the opportunity to address certain social problems uh, to the extent that they're able and I have no doubt they'll bring that into their lives as they move forward. Let's talk a little bit now about you've had a number of awards that you give and a, a number of affiliations. 
Uh, I know that we at ACCT are super excited about uh, a new category that you're adding, uh, and we're very excited to be hosting a Phi Theta Kappa and to uh, be with you when you uh, present those new awards. Talk to us a little bit about the new category uh, that you're rolling out and what's what are the goals of that category and what do you hope to see happen from that? Um, that's a really good question. It sort of gets loops back around to us not being in all colleges and, and you know as a new CEO essentially new you know third one in the 98 first 98 years. No pressure there, no, no pressure. Um, but um, going into the organization, you know, first thing I do is, you know, I'm reading this mission and, and making certain, are we accomplishing this mission? And it says to recognize college students, and it didn't say transfer students, but if you look at the operations of the society over the last 100 years, it's been mainly uh, curating transfer benefits uh, for students that plan to get a bachelor's degree. And you might not even find a Phi Theta Kappa chapter in a technical school, completely accredited, um, doing wonderful things, producing some of the you know, people that run our daily lives and are going to build the buildings that are falling down and all of those things. Uh, we just were underserving those students. And um, we were able to, then I started looking at the actual scholarship contracts with Coca-Cola and they actually were explicitly excluding the career and technical students, which I, you know, I just thought when they came across my desk and I didn't see CTE students, I was like, why they're not in here? And they're like, well, they're not supposed to be in there. And I'm, and then I, I literally didn't understand that we were purposely excluded. So this, this is part of the new century scholars. Yes, yes, we portfolio. Yeah, yeah I'm talking. Okay. I need to back up, but yeah, one of our you might tell them what the name of it is. Yeah, I think so. That would be good. Yeah, the new century. I think I'm talking to you. Now, uh, the new century scholars. It's essentially the top student in the state, and it didn't say transfer, and it didn't say right. workforce, but it was supposed to be the top student in the state. So when I get these 50 names across my desk, um, and none of them are CTE, it worries me that we're not being inclusive. Right. And equity and inclusion are, are part of our strategic goals. And so we went back to Coca-Cola and we said, you know, just to make sure everyone's very clear, why don't we just have two programs? One for transfer and uh, one for CTE students. And they said yes, and that's just sort of where we are. We're in, we're in the first year of that new award where we're going to be recognizing the top CTE student in each state. Very exciting. <laughs> Definitely the real thing. So. As I said, you'll be presenting these for the first time at the ACCT uh, Trustee Leadership Congress, October uh, 24th through the 27th, New York City, Times Square. Mm -hmm. I don't think you could get a bigger platform That's right. uh, ever, uh, so we're super excited. But I agree with you, uh, to convince Coca-Cola to put some spotlight on that group of students is critically important. And I applaud you for having done that. And uh, we look forward to a long 100 year plus uh, <laughs> affiliation on that. Um, one other thing I think before we close, um, what do you see as sort of the future of our sector? In other words, I know that's a global question, but let me, let me scale it back a bit. 
um, given where you're where you are and the emphasis on scholarship and achievement um, how do you see that playing in the future what do you, do you worry about certain challenges or deficiencies uh, what can we all be doing to, to ensure that we continue to grow uh, top flight of scholars and student leaders in the future? Well, I think the, the scholars and leaders will continue to propagate. The thing that worries me the most about the sector, I believe, would be for us to really understand that community colleges, um, they are America's colleges and, and they need to be properly funded. If they're not, particularly the CTE will very much suffer. It's, it's, a, it's a lot to have the right equipment with the right training and the right, uh, and the tools in the hands of the students. Um, and if they want them trained properly and want things to work properly, that's something we really have to think through because these are jobs that aren't going to come out of the four-year sector. So there is that piece of it. Um, as far as Phi Theta Kappa, um, I'm fortunate enough to to be in an organization where the hallmarks are things like service and leadership and no matter how highly technical the world gets there will always be a need for service and things like leadership and fellowship and and scholarship so um, but with the students themselves they they um, they have a lot of energy like you said before and what we do at Phi Theta Kappa I think when we do it well is we channel that energy into a very positive things I believe um, that colleges need to sort of think through that for the entire student body. How do we channel this tremendous energy they have? And they do have lots of energy. They'll say, oh, I don't have time for that. But, you know, most of my uh, international officers, I can call it the, you know, you're the guy with three jobs and you're still doing this and you're doing it well. So uh, I think that they have been pushing themselves and, and they will continue to, but they do have a lot of energy and we do need to, to capture that energy and move it toward positive things for the sector, like what Phi Theta Kappa does. Well, I couldn't agree more, and uh, I, I worry about the same things, frankly, about our funding challenges going forward, about our relevance in terms of workforce, and again, I, that's why I think this new award and the work that you do is so critically important to keep policymakers and others focused on the value add mm -hmm. of this sector and what we can contribute to the workforce. Lynn, I want to thank you for taking time to join me today for this. Uh, again, we are very excited about our partnership and the new award and um, uh, the ability to continue to partner with Phi Theta Kappa and to have a, some role in producing the nation's future. So thank you again. Thank you. For more information about Phi Theta Kappa, visit their website at ptk.org. And In the Know with ACCT is going on tour to New York City. Come listen to us live at the 2018 ACCT Leadership Congress. We will be covering topics such as community college partnerships with high-tech corporations, the College Promise Campaign, funding models, and homelessness and food insecurity among our students. Don't miss out.